live, sort of, from your mom's house in the room where she keeps that cool swing we play on in beautiful downtown Auburn, California, which is away from that stupid fire that's going on right now. Sorry, Danny. It's microphone therapy. It is. It's microphone therapy. And we need it, believe me. Heather? We're overdue. We're way overdue. So uh, we got most of the crew back. I'd say we got... Getting the band back together. 99% of the crew back. We're on a mission from God. I don't see my sister-in-law. No, I think she's still playing cripple. Yeah, she popped a stitch. Whatever. Three stitches. What's going on? Well, it's been an interesting couple of days. Yes. Yes. So, uh, well, I mean, sorry from the fact that, okay, so we, yeah, I mean, you were here, Clay, like last week or the week before or something like that, but he was here last week with Dallas. Yeah. Late summer, like, ends up being, I think, our shit show. So, Clay and I are both in the construction industry. And so, therefore, our summers get a little bit fucking batshit and we get a little bit tired. But I I have had extra stuff going on and, all sorts of bullshit. Like, how is Clay going to survive the winters coming up? You know, this winter coming up? Because don't they slow down on the construction and shit like that? Not necessarily. It so depends. If you're in a situation where you can't get inside work, then yeah, you might be fucked. But, I mean, but uh, that's where male prostitution comes in. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but um, if you work for a guy that really has his shit together, he's going to make sure that you have something to do because he may not necessarily want to lose you if right. you have any kind of talent. So he's going to keep the guys around that uh, he really values, or she. And he's like... I don't mean to be a sexist fucking you know, pig, even hey, though Hey, could you sweep my warehouse? I've heard of guys hanging up Christmas lights for their boss. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it can if it really... If the hourly wage. If the guy can swing it, he'll do it for you. Because if, if, uh, if a guy owns a company and you're a value to that company, then he's going to do whatever he can to make sure that you've got some bread on the table. We've got a few installers that yeah. we do that with. So oftentimes in off seasons, they're inside my office yeah. doing weird installing shit. stuff. So yeah, everything. As an example, we got a, we got a, uh, the guy I'm with now is a fantastic guy and I've known of him for a long time, but this is my first opportunity to work for him. And uh, so far so good. I really like his style and he is more of a commercial mm-hmm. contractor. Mm-hmm. So he does all the commercial stuff up in Nevada city and grass Valley. And uh, I could give you some examples, but I won't. But I'll tell you this, there's a, there's a, uh, you've seen the pictures of the frame we're on now in that vineyard neighborhood, which is fucking God. If there, if, if I had money, I've I've seen my dream realized in in front of my face as you stare across the street at the 7,500 square foot, uh, stucco mansion, uh, $2.5 million. And they, they, uh, if you're on vineyard, they, you have a vineyard, they put a vineyard in your front yard. Yeah. It's like the rule. Yeah. Anyways, back to, uh, he's got more stuff coming up and they are commercial jobs and they will be, I don't know if they're going to be tenant improvement type deals or what, but we, if it does start to, uh, if it does start to get wet outside, I think we're going to be okay. So good. that's good news. All good news. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes, I mean, again, like if you're framed up and everything's buttoned up, you can be doing inside work. You could, like Clay was saying, you can do all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. Um, but in a worst case scenario, he'll be in Rancho Cordova swinging a hammer doing my tenant improvements okay. right, in my office. All right. I've been meaning to ask you if there's anything I can do with my license that doesn't involve actually working, having a tool bag on. I don't know how much longer I can do this. Dude, who knows? Maybe you have to start your own company. I say that during the summer, though, and then winter rolls around, and I just go back to ass badassery again. So yeah. it's just the heat. I can't do it anymore. High blood pressure. Heat. It's all bad. I don't take immaculate care of myself. And uh, I'll tell you what, even the 20-year-old kids, when it's a, <laughs> when it's 100 degrees out and you're standing on a roof, 
you don't realize people don't realize you have the reflection of oh my God. all of that stuff coming off the material as well. So um, I've got a guy and he's always been a pain in my ass um, since I started this job. But uh, I actually, you know, feel bad for him a lot of the times because he is very talented, um, even though he doesn't understand a lot of like local building codes and things like that. Like he's very talented with his hands. Like he can make shit work. Like it's kind of like how we function. But like because I work in public construction, like you can't do that. He can make anything work with like a fucking zip tie. And it's like the MacGyver of putting shit together. Tell him how you want it. He'll make it work. It just may not be to code. Right. Like and so that doesn't always equal what I need him to do. But he's been stuck on this job in Reading. I don't know if you're familiar with how hot it gets in Reading. Very, very fucking really hot. fucking hot. And he's doing like a tennis court install with a slip sheet. And um, he has a little thermometer thing that he shoots for me. Every once in a while it's 170 degrees out where they were trying to work. 170. 70 at boiling point, pretty much. Jesus Christ. That's, yes, sir. that's because of all the ambient temperature coming mm-hmm. off of everything. So there's no shade. It's coming straight down and it's coming onto like metal and like asphalt. Right. Yeah. So, it's, so it's reflecting back. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Same cool. thing is with those. I've been on roofs where pan. my... Shoes have actually started sticking. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I'm drinking right now about, a. am going to say between a gallon and a half and two and a half gallons of water a day, mm-hmm. which, I mean, that's good. For you. It is very good for me. And uh, it, so if most people drink, if you if if you sat around and drank two and a half gallons of water in one day, you'd, you'd feel like shit. Yeah. But when you're out sweating, you, you are... To barely staying hydrated and the funny thing about the water is the water i drank yesterday what what is this water that you speak of well right now it's out of the fucking tap i don't understand what water is no he doesn't drink the water so i was buying the bottled water and then i was just i got so fucking broke i couldn't even afford ice and stuff because of my recent uh issues despondency (laughs) (laughs) my last yeah. So I uh, I stopped even buying ice, and one day I'm I'm at work, and I get the gallon jugs of I had the gallon jugs of Crystal Geyser. Oh yeah, and then you just refill them. And then I was like, wait a minute, couldn't I fill this up with water and put it in the freezer? Yes. And this could be my ice, and then I could get another. It all started coming together, and I was like, and then I could get another one, and that could be my water. <laughs> and I was so excited that I figured that out all by myself. Homie, we know you love ice, so we put some ice in your ice. That's right. Nice. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Ice, ice, baby. I I rhymed it. (laughs) And then speaking of drinking, you want to, this is going to disappear. Oh, oh, yeah. You You want to jump into this? Want to jump into this. So do you want to do this one or do you want me to do this one? You do it because you do it so much better, but give me a little splash because I'm getting low. I I think I'm going to be, this is going to be one of those where I pronounce it and everybody's going to listen to it and be like, what in the fucking white trash world is wrong with this bitch? Um, So... Clay picked up for us tonight for our uh, low-cost wine reviews, our Grocery Outlet Wines, which, by the way, still not sponsored by Grocery Outlet, in case Dicks. anyone's curious. Um, we have a lovely, I'm going to say Cali. That's what it says. I, I thought so, too. Cali Collection, C-A-L-L-I-E. I'll put the picture up for everybody after tonight. A lovely Pinot Grigio, which, of course, is becoming Clay and I, well, Clay's favorite and a favorite of mine. This is a 2016, which usually yeah. is a pretty good year. Yeah. So um, this is the Central Coast. So let's just see if it says Oakdale or something. Uh, I don't see that necessarily. It just says the Central Coast. Yes, it's from the Central Coast of Modesta. <laughs> exactly. Is that what it says? No, but no. you remember how we had that one that said Central Coast and it was like fucking Bakersfield or something? Like what the fuck And we it? can't stay away from the it. Central Coast of It was it was like Modesto. Or the Central Coast could be Monterey too. Yos- Yosemite. 
Our Central Coast Pinot Grigio has, it's really dark in here, bright notes of crisp pear. Fuck, dude, I called you it. You fucking nailed it. My God. Holy shit. Okay. I, have I to was going to joke about that, too. Heather's so much better at the whites than I am. I feel like I can get, I feel like I can get something out. Racist. On the reds, but Heather <laughs> nails the whites. I nail the whites. Yeah. Loves the whites. I, I mean, I, I will occasionally nail a red, depending on how red it is. Right. I mean, you know, if it's right off the res, I don't know if I'm down with that. But Wait, I'm what are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it was with pear. With I get to do the alcohol content, by the way. Honeysuckle. And the label. And it's got a balanced finish, which is great. So we opened this up. And well, Clay opened it up and it wasn't fully chilled yet, but we were just eager. So we poured a nice glass and I took a sip. And the first thing I was like, mm, pear. And he's like, what? And then Mike's like, bear? <laughs> like, Not a bear, you dumbass, pear. <laughs> and then he's like, I always get the pears taste like nothing, Clay says. And I was like, well, you know, it tastes like that. He's not wrong about the taste of pears. They are very bland. Yeah, kind of yeah. like potatoes. If a pear gets really ripe, and I know this because the only reason I'm probably still alive, and I can I just do something real fast. If you pass, I want to I want to wish my mom a happy birthday. Is it her birthday today? It was on the uh, no. It was two days ago, three days oh ago. And uh, so, Mim, happy birthday! I love you. Thanks for putting up with all my bullshit. And happy uh, birthday, Mim. Yeah, we love you. Let me see. Can I look at that again? You absolutely can. I, I like I like when I do the label and you talk about everything else. And you're just like, you're like, I just want to know how much alcohol is in it. Well, and it's 13. Oh, that's good for these. So that's way up. And then uh, the label has a very soft purple kind of a, like a very light royal purple label. And they threw gold and orange in there. But I have to admit, I'm, I'm probably always going to pick a Pinot. And what stood out about this to me was two things. This this wine was a dollar ninety nine. Was it? Yeah. I gotta write that down. And it says Cali. Cali collection. And, and I mean I it's like, like a very foofy Victorian ish looking label. Also, it has a cork this time. Ooh, fancy. And, and you can pull this cork out without a uh any kind of remo- cork removing implement or device. device. Yeah. You know, and luckily enough for us, we have a shoehorn in case we want to. Um, yes. I wrote a shoehorn in case of emergencies. Absolutely. In case we have to do a pap smear or anything. We're covered. I'm putting it in here right now. Callie, and you said it was a buck ninety nine. It was a dollar ninety nine. And I and day. I wanna I wanna say one more thing before we move on. Yeah, I'm ready now. Uh of course once again I, I didn't get trapped in the wine section, but I always get excited. And then I was going to check out and there was two things about grocery outlet. And the first one is it's really cold in there. So they got that part figured nice. out. Nice. Second part was a really tall goth girl with the eyeliner pulled really hard. And yeah. she had the ball bearing necklace and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to get in her line. Because why not? Because I can't think of a reason why not to. And then she started talking about, her. she went wine tasting with her mom and her mom got so fucked up. Her mom bought like, I don't know the dollar amount, but she was like, my her mom had her credit card out and bought cases of wine. Oh my God. That must've been so expensive. I don't know. It would have been. There was something else, but I, I guess I've forgotten. Dude, that's oh, I know what it was. When she gave me the receipt back, they'll tell you at Grocery Outlet how much money you saved. So we'll get into the other one later. But all in, I think we were at like eight ninety nine, and she's like, "And you saved sixteen dollars." I'm gonna look it up because I, you know what, that reminds me that I used to do what the um, retail quote unquote um, value was of these wines. So we saved double what the wine actually cost, and I really like that about Grocery Outlet. If it's true. Okay, so here's a Cali Collection Pinot Grigio at Total Wine and More for twelve ninety nine. Well, there you, and it, does it look like this one? Yep. Is it the one. same bottle? Yep, it's a two thousand sixteen. Well, there you go, kids. Twelve ninety nine normally. It is for a buck. It is the exact same bottle. 
So you just save $11. So let's just all agree that considering some of the other whites and, and pinots and cool wines that we've had, honestly, for $1.99, I want to say this is one of the better ones. Like, it's not going to be outstanding. Like, it's not as dry as you maybe yeah. want it to be. It's not going to be full of certain flavors, but it's not going right. to, it doesn't taste like acetone either. So what was always attractive to me about pinot is you can get that pineapple kind of fizzy pop, almost like a champagne mm-hmm. thing going on in your tongue, especially if it's really cold. Effervescence. Is that what it is? Yep. Okay. Is that what that word means? Yep. Okay. See, you learn something new every day, kids. Fucking this man. this is not going to do that for you, but I again, this is a as soon as I tasted it, I was like, I don't have, I'm not, I'm not holding any grudge against this wine whatsoever. No, absolutely not. I mean, you know, there's the other ones that I try, and I'm like, oh, this tastes like nail polish remover. I'm going to give this one a five out of ten for what it is. Really? I, I almost for what it is for a buck ninety nine higher. Yeah, definitely. Higher. Oh, higher for you? I mean, that's a two dollar wine. I mean, yeah. if you think that, like, okay, so I'm trying to think of what you're coming into financial aspects now, though. I'm just going for the the flat out. Uh, oh, I'm just going for what's going to get me drunk the cheapest. Oh, you and, are. And not taste like shit. Oh, okay. like if you want to get drunk for cheap, like this is a good way to. Then go. I'm going to give it an eight. Fuck it. Then right. See. What, and where were you at? I was thinking it was going to be like a six or a seven. I was going to say yeah. that a six or a seven, maybe a five. Maybe. I don't know. We don't have to pin this one when, down right now. When Heather wanted to, do, when Heather said effervescence, I wanted to do the diehard newscaster guy and just say, oh, just like the band. <laughs> ever, nobody's gonna ever, get that joke ever ever effervescence what is the name of that it's, band it's not it's evanescence 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 but he's like the stockholm the stockholm sister that's stockholm was stockholm norway or stockholm oh, yeah. sweden is that where he's from no that's oh, the diehard quote Stockholm syndrome, you like where you fall in love or, or sympathize got with that. your captor. Isn't Evanescence a split tail? Yes. Okay. Right, but we're talking about the right. band and Die Hard all sure. at the same time. Trying to be funny. Fuck it. <laughs> Please try now harder. Now it feels like I'm at my house. <laughs> Please try harder. Oh, this uh, poor Ryan, my husband, he just can't get, he just can't get any love at our house because he's like, he tells the worst jokes. I can't get enough. No, it's so bad. Okay, winger. We just all stare at him. So he just tells a joke and we're all just like, uh, why? Well, I wanted to tell the, the, the tampon joke. Do it. So, because, well, you guys have brought up the cork thing. You kept talking <laughs> about cork. And I was like, why Why do they call tampons tampons? Why? Because why? cork was taken. It's just a stupid joke, oh, right? Yeah. So, there you go. What, what happened? Because cork was taken. Oh, cork was taken. I got one, but I think I did, already did it on the show. What one? Did you know that pigeons die after sex? No. The last one I fucked did. <laughs> <laughs> He, he did. Did I already do that yeah. one? It's a repeat. It's okay. Still funny. Yeah. I, I've, I've been the keeper of shitty jokes for years. So yesterday we're driving home from, uh, I'll just say the Truckee area, but it's way up in uh, Portola, which is very near Gray Eagle. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have some point of reference. So I get through the concrete pour and I'm like, thank fucking Christ and on a crutch. I'm still alive. And we're driving back and I'm riding back with a, a guy named Neil who's very low key. Okay. Very low brother key. Bob. And I'm still trying to get to know these guys. I'm like, I can't just fucking full clay them right out of the first fucking week, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm slowly, I'm slowly edging them into my personality, all of them, right? But this would probably be the guy the most is just like, would be like, what? He, this guy was like a chef and, and he's a really cool guy. I, I really like everybody on the crew, but I'm riding with him and we're going home and uh, I'm like, is there a gas station or something around here? And, and he's like, uh, not really. And I'm like, fuck. And then, uh, and then we do get to truckies. Did you want to stop? And then I realized, like, 
he's probably not okay with me pounding like four beers on the freeway while he's driving. I'm just guessing. I'm like, no, I'm good. And then people start blowing up my phone. And we're listening to Dave Chappelle chop it up with uh, Rogan, right? Yeah. And he liked that. So I'm like, okay, so I, I can I can kind of be myself. Because if he likes Chappelle, then he, he can handle me, right? So we're driving. People start blowing up my phone. They're like, the whole fucking world's on fire. Everything's burning down. <laughs> we have like you? 35 seconds. Where the fuck are you? And I'm like. I'm in Porto. And in the back of my mind, I'm like. So then Dallas calls me and he's like. And then I. And I forget. And so it interrupts the podcast because we're doing it off of my phone. Right. Mm -hmm. So I got to figure out how to turn on the. On the. I got to figure out how to turn off Bluetooth so I can actually hear. I'm like fucking bitch or all this stuff. <laughs> and I hear him going like. Oh. <laughs> So then I answered the phone for Dallas. I'm like, what's up? <laughs> Dallas is like, oh, fucking world's on fire. And blah, blah, blah. I don't know what to do. Do I throw my shit in the back of my, my truck? Where am I going? And I'm like, I don't fucking know what you're doing. He's like, well, what are you doing? I said, I'm stopping to get a beer for as soon as I can. He's like, everything's on fire. We might get evacuated. And, uh, and like, you're going to get a beer. I'm like, that's what's up, dog. I mean, honestly, yeah. is there a better time? To I'm not going to stop being an alcoholic because shit's burning down. No. If no, I'm on not. fire, I'm having a beer. Right. So then I hang up and I look over at him and he's still just driving. He's one of those guys. He's like not going to let you know anything. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot I was in the truck. Like, now, I let the floodgates now out. Now this motherfucker's going to go <laughs> tell my boss what a fucking weirdo I am. Which, uh, you know, everybody's going to find out eventually anyway. I mean, so. they might as well just learn yeah. now. Yeah. So fuck it. So that is, did is you get actually... Your I did. It was the first thing I did. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and here's the one thing that I found is like, as I'm trying not to let people know that I'm a fucking freak, like, of course, I have the, the mask that I put on. There's there's the fake Heather suit. Right. Like an Edgar suit. Yeah. The business know, persona. That I put on. Yeah. Like the Batman stuff. And um, I mean, you, you still get glimpses and the closer you get to know me, you get the glimpses. But, right. you know, um, I've just found that there's some things that there's just not even any point of concealing. And one of them is my desire to drink as soon as humanly possible at in any work. situation no, or at work. We do actually do drink. Oh, at you, work too. you can get away with it, huh? Yeah. Cause yeah. we're a private company. So, right. so we can drink at work and I, I keep the bar stocked. In fact, we were out of tequila the other day. So I had to order some. Oh boy. I know that is sad. We do like a Friday Paloma. Please don't run us out of tequila. Right. That is a fucking crime. It is a fucking crime. And that's why the boss keeps us stocked with tequila. Especially so, if it's good tequila. It's not. Um, <laughs> No, no, sir. I don't keep that shit. So, I mean, but it actually, I I found the best way is just to make every like set that low bar like right out of the gate. So you're like, doing martini lunches all the time. I used to. I used to do a lot mm. more martini lunches. Now I just pretty much eat at my desk, and eventually somebody walks in and goes, "Paloma." No shit. Yeah. God, and, I envy the fuck out of you. So I got this guy that works for me. He's one of our engineers, and um, and he's Mexican. Um, and he is from East LA and he still has the East LA accent, which cracks me up. So like, I'll be like in there and I, you can hear everything in my office. Cause like the walls are thin. I have no ceiling tiles. There's no acoustic, like in, it's like this open bay type office scenario. And I forget cause I'm in an office. And so I think I was like cussing at a phone call that I was on or something like that. And I hear my project engineer from the other side of the wall. And he's like, so da, da, da. I was like, no, these fuckers are just fucking up everything. And you hear from the other side of the wall very quietly. So no Paloma. <laughs> That's funny shit. No, Paloma. I, had, no, no, I get the thin no, wall thing. That no, I have that Paloma, at my house. No, and it's like, Dad's jerking off again. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> the lamp breaks. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, Paloma. And yes, he's Paloma. like, oh, okay. And he brings it in. But um, yeah, he's my, he's my in office Paloma maker. Um, he thinks his skills are much higher than, than what we're paying him and what we're doing for him. But it doesn't really, everyone. Right. But I mean, really, he needs to understand that he's just there for the Palomas at this point. Right. When you mentioned tequila, so 
it immediately brought up this scene. Hold on a second. I can't have that thing. <clears throat> so if you guys have ever seen this movie, it's called Hard Boiled. It's done by John Woo. It's a super, super action movie and whatever. But the okay. beginning of the movie is uh, this guy's name is Chow Yun-Fat. He's, he's a very oh, okay, popular yeah. action hero here in, uh, well, there in China. Yun Just Fat. like Steven Seagal. Yeah. And the opening scene has him pouring Schweppes so, uh, uh, soda, okay, uh, whatever it's called, yeah. and Conquistador tequila. And they're taking a shot. And, well, hold on a second. And then he, look at that. You fuck it. I don't know how cold it is in there, but whatever he was blowing out of his mouth. It could just be the carbonation. Yeah. I mean, if you if you try to shoot soda water like that, that burns. Yeah. But he was it's soda water with tequila. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. So the moment I saw that is when I I was like, I that's the drink I'm gonna drink because it looks fucking cool, right? But this Did is ninety two. Oh yeah. And. Uh, it's good. If you take it all in one shot, it's just like taking a shot of tequila. Yeah. So Might if you well mix just... it with ginger ale, Schweppes ginger ale, mm-hmm. it's actually even better. Tequila? Yeah, with ginger ale. I'm not one to talk. It, I mix. I from the. But old I days, mix Pepsi and tequila. So I was gonna say from the old days, I always mix Pepsi and tequila, and people thought that I was weird. So yep. that like, was. Why are you doing that? Oh like, uh, well, because I don't like Coke. Right, because we're a Pepsi family, and and we could always get our hands on tequila, the the shitty 1851, and so we would take our big cups from. Um, uh, Jimmy Gus started this um, uh, shell station. Right. He would get the big shell mugs and we all had different mugs and we would just fill it up tequila and Pepsi and then we would go into the fairgrounds or whatever and people just thought we had Pepsi. Right. So that's what we drank because that's what we had access to. Yeah. So anyways, I just want to. I so, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked on some work shit. No, that's totally fine. I get sidetracked on work shit literally <clears throat> all day. Almost died. I guess I'm flying solo tomorrow because uh, Robbie, who, and I adore all the guys is the uh, owner's son and mm-hmm. he didn't feel good today and his does he have the rona i don't know uh, my boss and i i kind of delta variant could be does huh. he have a case of the d's no there's a new one there's called there's a lambda variant too oh my god do not do is this a bad joke no no what is it called that hasn't been that's been it's been out oh in god. the news and then all of a sudden it disappeared there's the Delta and the Lambda variants. Are you fucking kidding me? I right am now? not kidding you. This all just bullshit. turns into a Revenge of the Nerds movie. It's all fucking bullshit. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. I, uh, you know, and, and then I love reading all the comments about how people don't want to take that don't want to take the shot. They're automatically thrown into the anti-vaxxer, you know, bullshit. I know, which is and not it's like, true. It's like, I, I believe that the virus exists. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm, I, I'm not against, you know, polio and smallpox and this and that. Actual vaccines. <laughs> yeah, shit that works for diseases that have been mostly eradicated. Yes. You know, smallpox is still around because we just had a fucking outbreak of that. Howevs, this so, is not actually a vaccine. Let's be honest. That's wait, exactly what wait, they're saying. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get off the last thing, that Jackie Joyner, Kersey, Mary Lou Retton, uh, Martin Lawrence movie. No. By uh, Chow Lung Yi. Chow Young Fat Wing. I loved the uh, other thing they did called... Um, Fat Cobra? No. What was it? Uh, Kung Fu Hustle. Kung oh, that's Fu um, Hustle. that's uh, same director. No. Oh, fuck it then. There is a lambda COVID. There is. I I so I call my my youngest. The it's a potential threat to human society. Researchers say. Lambda lambda COVID. Researchers. Lambda lambda lambda. Researchers who get money and funding from the government and private people, private companies, billionaires like oh I don't know Bill Gates. Mm. 
Of course they're going to say that. It's a potential threat to human society. So it's Lambda, 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 and Delta Moos? Yes. <laughs> I like that they show a picture of it, and it looks like something you would never want to like. It looks like the most, like if I had to pee that out. <laughs> it looks like a it looks like a kidney stone with barbs. You know what that, I would just you know kill myself. Like, no. I know, and the funny thing is, it's like it's so tiny. It, it looks so like a... Um, My penis? That, that's not yes, very nice. Yes, <laughs> yes, Clay, your penis. <laughs> it looks like an everlasting gobstopper. It does. Well, those are delicious, especially the ones that you can chew up. I don't. I taste blueberry. Or a nerd. Oh, that's the gum. Yeah. Never mind. And then a blueberry pie. Hey, you know what? This other guy I work with who is a sub and his name is Chris and he's fucking hilarious. Like, he's so funny. I'm like, I'm not funny at all. You know what like, I mean? I suck at life. I <laughs> he'll know. Be, we'll be at work and he'll be all, like, I'll walk by him. He's like, he'll be all, uh, what does he do? He's like, uh, and he's all inked up, right? He's got like full sleeves, but he's like 55 and he's like all ripped and he's got that kind of like, he wears those, uh, he wears those skinhead glasses, like yes. the punk rock glasses. Yes. And he like, he always has the really what bad. What does he do? He's an electrician and he'll be like, and I'll, so I'll be walking by and, uh, and, and he'll be all uh, like, what does he do? He's like, uh, dad. Yes. Well, Uncle Clay. Yes, honey. Uh, Uncle Clay. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I'm all, what? He's a, <laughs> like he's doing like pedophile shit, but it's oh so funny. Daddy? Yeah. Well, 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 uh, Uncle Clay. Yeah, yes, honey. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's and he'll, do, you and he'll be like, you're like, hee and all this kind of shit. He's fucking funny. Dude, that guy is whacked out. Chris? And I'm here for it. No, you would fucking, you would dig this guy. I probably would, because I do that shit for my office. I've seen there's him before. There's also an Epsilon variant, by the way. Epsilon? What's that mean? Yep. Great. It means that there's a fourth variant. I'm waiting for the, you've just found a big bag of money in the bushes variant. Oh, I'm, I'm here for that variant. Can we get that one? Yeah. Or if just you Delta gave me move. $5 million, I would on purpose become HIV positive. You can live a long life yes. now. I, you know, there's lots and lots and lots of terrible stuff I would do for the right amount of money. They're gonna, they're like, we're gonna make you HIV positive, and I'm like, is it gonna be from Charlie Sheen? And they're like, yes, and I'm like, and you're like, yes, six million, yes, no, 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 from I'm Charlie like, Sheen, from Charlie Sheen, two million, from I'll Charlie Sheen, half his fortune. I don't think he's yeah. worth that much anymore. He's he's worth. Pull it up. Net worth. He probably owns like two RVs, a Volkswagen Rabbit. I do net worths all the time with rust on the bottom. And Charlie Sheen's net worth. He's the hard part is when you say bottom. net worth. Like Dude, it's 2021, like, Mike, don't fuck around. It's like I can own a ski do and on. that's going to go into my net worth. Charlie Sheen's worth just from doing uh, uh, the th yeah, the show Major one League. year was $200 million. Oh, from the show he got kicked off of? Yeah. I'm going to come down on you like an F-18 bomber. Well, pick a newer plane. Do less coke. His... His net worth is not $10 million. He was making 200, 300, 40. He was making like a million dollars an episode. That's 20 million a yeah, year. Yeah, but he was spending like $500,000 really on drugs. Cocaine's expensive as well. Plus all the movies. Plus he gets residuals. And his show's probably syndicated at this point. Plus he also did Vanger Management for like four years and, at 200 grand an episode. And he was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, that was when I. That's when he really caught my eye. That me too. Uh, that's I when I that went guy. a little bit gay. That's that that estimate, that right? Guy. He literally wrote porn stars checks for thirty grand a piece during his heyday. Why couldn't I have met him? I I read a story a long time ago. Charlie Sheen's at a restaurant in Malibu and he forgets his wallet. This is this is dated material now. This is like during a Playboy interview from I was a kid. Okay. 
and my dad my dad gets Playboy. Every all the Cummings men always got Playboy, and my dad gets done with the interview and he sets the magazine down. And I, this is Dennis Cummings. Yes. He looks over, he's like. Charlie Sheen's a bad boy. And you know, for me, yeah. like 11 years old, I was so like, like, I was all, yes. I want to be a bad boy. Because <laughs> that's right when he did, uh, I think that's right when he got hauled off in an ambulance for, maybe I'm going later, but like he had to go away in the ambulance for shooting coke one time. <laughs> and got, he said, I, they sold me off like a, like a fucking loaf of bread. You know what I mean? And that was in the interview. So maybe I read it myself as an adult, but uh, I do remember my dad was like, Charlie Sheen's a bad boy. But what the fuck was I talking about? That he uh, forgot his wallet. He forgot his wallet. So, and I just remember the time I was like, so he forgot his wallet. And the next day in the, in the little clip of whatever it talked about, he sent over three grand. And I remember thinking like, wouldn't you go broke if you did stuff like that? But I mean, these guys had, and, and girls and transvestites, gays, whatever uh, guys in short shorts Alien. have so much fucking money. I mean, we can't really probably comprehend it. Three grand to them is probably like, like I'll put change in my wallet sometimes. Cause I'm just like in a hurry. Right. And I'll pull my wallet out places and like $4 and quarters will go everywhere. And I just keep walking. <laughs> That's it's their $4. I'm quarters. not going to stop and pick up fucking off quarters. the ground. No. Yeah. So like bless the next person that yeah. comes through. Some some toothless bum is like getting a bottle of ripple off me a week. I know. Yeah. And they're very excited about it, by the way. Right. You're And I wish they would share with me because I love ripple. We should review that next. One point eight million per episode. So they say his his net worth is ten million dollars. Charlie Sheen, this is just in general. Collider estimates he made twenty million dollars from the show's reruns alone. Now they bought out his con they bought him out. Oh, so, so they, they paid, paid him a chunk him of money a fuck ton of money so they wouldn't have to keep giving him residuals mm -hmm. because of his uh when he snapped you know so hopefully they came in but at that 1.8 million per episode he yeah. was that's 20 million dollars a year i could make 20 million dollars a year i could probably live on that i mean it'll be hard just for fucking showing up and and saying stupid funny lines I'm sure that there's. I am Charlie Sheen. Ah. There's. I'm sure there's more to what acting than what we understand. I get to wear shorts and a t-shirt and, and pretend play on a piano. I think I would be ah. a, I'm I Charlie think, Sheen. Ah. I think I would be a terrible actor. I don't. I'm not good at it. No, I don't you'd think. Be good. You think so? <laughs> oh, I. I don't. You know, I was just watching a movie the other day, and I've said this for fucking years. You have. And I was like. Heather and Holly Hunter must be genetically, you must have been like separated Siamese twins or something. And it's just her, for me, I'm like an energy person sometimes, I guess. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, I've always went like, even when we, even when all the years went by before 2008 or nine. When, when we, you would see her, you'd be like, no, because I, I, I would always, always think about you because you were one of those standout personalities of someone where I'd always be like, I wonder what Heather's doing. You know what I mean? Because there must have been probably since high school in there. Mm -hmm. where we didn't see each other for what 20 years or something or talk maybe. for 20 years or not maybe not 20 years but 10 years yeah at there least. was i mean it was like intermittent in between but there was like a good chunk 2009 or eight i feel like it was the facebook reacquaintance mm, yeah that could be and because so. uh, that was right before gus and that was a dark time for me and you're we don't have to go into all that but right. and what the fuck were we talking about again i think i'm getting Alzheimer's. holly hunter holly oh hunter. Uh, so i would see these movies before we were talking again with Holly Hunter, and I was like, that's my friend Heather. That's just always how it felt to me. So. And the weird thing is, is that Clay has always said that, but um, he didn't say it until later on, but I had heard that previously, that they said that my voice reminded them of Holly Hunter. Your overall my thing My mannerisms for me. Yeah, yeah. and everything reminded them of Holly Hunter. And then I pulled Holly Hunter, and I'm like, I don't know. 
Because no, it's she's so sharp, and she's like, oh, what did you? Say? You know what I mean? She's yeah. she's gonna you're gonna say something maybe even halfway intelligent, and she's just gonna stomp your fucking dick into the ground. But with that look on her face, like yeah, okay, fuck that you. is probably me. Sorry. Fuck you. Sorry guys, yeah. that's me stomping your dick into the ground with my little heel or my flip flop. <laughs> my flip flop. My flippity flop. Or you just have somebody else do it. You're like, go stomp his dick into the ground. I know. <laughs> And I'm, like, and I'm like, all right. But oh, what's my okay. social security number again? <laughs> You'd be like, I'll tell you once this dick is stomped. I'm trying to apply for HIV recovery services. <laughs> I got this $6 million Charlie Sheen. Obamacare's <laughs> fucking website is confusing the fuck out of me because he had it done in Canada. It keeps shutting down. Hey. It's the strangest thing. It's weird. It's very weird. Every time I start typing in HIV. <laughs> There's Charlie Sheen this, and Magic I Johnson. I got this HIV from Charlie Sheen, and I spent my $6 million, and Obamacare's not doing shit for me. What the fuck is going on? You, you type in HIV, and it's Magic Johnson, and fuck it. Automatically, it's Magic Johnson and Charlie Sheen, and they're in an elevator at the fucking Paris Hilton <laughs> I, with five underage girls. I still don't think that Magic Johnson ever had HIV. I don't think so. I don't either. think so either. That's a, that's right? a funny Isn't topic. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Like, did I just say that like out loud? And you guys are like, yeah, me either. So and going I'm like, yeah, like I just don't, I think it was just a ploy. Going back to Charlie Sheen. So my dad, my stepdad grew up in Camarillo and his brother's Jim. Okay. Jim Furman ended up being very successful in insurance, but he all, he also was in the Southern California right around. So you could very easily. So let me just get to what I'm saying. He worked at Carlos and Pepe's in Malibu. As okay. a waiter. Okay. This is where, like, you could see Sean Penn, Rob Lowe, Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, and Chris Penn all show up at the same time and be like, and they'd be like, Jimbo, get us another beer. Right. So, according to Jim, he ended up at Charlie Sheen's pad in Malibu at one point, where like riding wave runners and all this stuff. And he, and this is going, so now we're going back 25 years. And Jim even said, Charlie Sheen's a weird fucking drugged out fucking party animal kind of a fucking guy like you might be at his house partying and not even see him because he's doing god knows what in the fucking bedroom with who knows what but he's down for you to just be there and party well i think that must be part of the lifestyle right i think you know what actually yes it is the more and more i read like if you get an opportunity to especially with podcasts now if you get an opportunity to listen to okay i'll give you another example just today i was listening to uh joe rogan interview um, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. and Dave Chappelle's got his own podcast now. And what's cool about oh. that is his podcasts that he's doing are going to come out on vinyl. But as a <laughs> side note, they get in and they start chopping it up. I think they smoked a joint, but I wasn't looking at it. And then they get in some drinks and they start talking about like for one, one thing that's very interesting is um, comedians get in a circuit and they, they come up with each other, you know? So mm-hmm. these guys have known each other for a long time and they, and comedians always start talking about other comedians and they always start talking about how like they're their own breed of people and they like to hang out with one another. And Joe Rogan goes, remember the night we were somewhere and it always starts at like, they're at the, like the laugh factory or so, or I'm just, I'm just picking a name. In, insert name of and club. So they're, they're hanging out and then, uh, and then Joe Rogan says, Hey, uh, Dave Chappelle, do you want to come with me tonight and go to Naomi Watts, book signing party or something and i don't know exactly who naomi watts is but i guess there's like a 40 foot naked picture of her that had to do with her book and then dave chappelle's like yeah and i remember you were scaring the shit out of me in your porsche and and uh and joe rogan's like don't worry about it that thing's glued to the ground and the 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 
the the lighter and looser they get, they don't maybe they do or don't give a fuck. Start talking about and they, and uh, and Rogan's like, and we were stoned out of our fucking minds, and Chappelle's like, and drunk, and then the, all of a sudden it's like they catch themselves because God knows what else, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, another interesting thing too is like you have to wonder with Dave Chappelle and a lot of these guys. They always talk about getting pussy, but a lot of these guys are married. So are they open marriages? Are these guys like allowed to get pussy? So here's my thought on that is is reading stuff about that because I've always wondered that too like where you see these guys and you know they're partying and you know they're doing whatever but they are actually married and I think there is it's not so much an open marriage but I think it's like almost like a don't ask don't tell happily married so their wives stay and I think the biggest thing for me is one time I saw an interview with Snoop Dogg's wife that's exactly who I was thinking about too who talked about it more than him and he's been married the whole time no he's been married since they were they were like high school sweethearts yeah, yeah. and so I saw an interview with her and she said you know I'll have you know people People say da 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 and people do this or whatever groupies and she said she's like you know what um and she referred to a song an old song and she's like you know what but he's still mine you may have had him once but i got him all the time yeah so, so it's just, it must just maybe it's part of it it's like i think it's just like a no. For, for no i think for a lot of them is is that they acknowledge that that might be there but it's almost like a denial factor and a, we don't talk about it mike's saying it's all marketing you think it's all marketing? No. It, okay. So she said that just to be marketing. Part of it. But what it comes down to is there is, there's, there's, there was an interview that had happened years ago. And again, almost the same thing. Uh, female was talking about her husband who is in a band. And she said this, he's an entertainer. He gets groupies. They all do. Everybody that's married in these situations knows what's going on. And we're not fucking dumb. We know that they're having sex with the girls. We know that they're doing this. They entertain. That's part of the job, unfortunately. Oh, so you're saying it is happening. It is happening. They know about it for the most part. If you don't know that this shit is going on, if your husband is a entertainer, whether it's a movie star, rock star, rap star, whatever the fuck it is, and they're out on the road 200 days out of the year, and you're not with them all the time, this shit happens. And if you are, if you think it doesn't happen, A, you're dumb and in denial. And B, you're just fucking riding his coattails for the most part and just wanting his money. But you're calling it entertainment like they're taking no pleasure in it. No, I said this. They are in entertainment. Oh, oh, they are. So in basically, like I was saying, is like they're just kind of like understanding they're, they just don't discuss it. Like I don't think they come and be like, I had sex with three people. Right. I think he just comes home and you're like, how was your tour? Yeah. Don't, Normal. Well, it's, it's not a don't ask, don't tell, but it's similar. It's, it's the same thing. Or there's the Johnny Cash thing where his wife was like, why are you hanging up pictures of her? And Johnny well, Cash wouldn't just say, well, because I'm in love with her. Right. Exactly. It's kind of the and same maybe thing. nothing had happened yet. And who knows how true to the tale <laughs> that is. I started reading Johnny Cash, his book, and honestly got a little like, maybe I don't like him that much. It's kind of a dick. Yeah. Most of those books are just fucking garbage anyway ghost written bullshit yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. johnny cash still was a dick i mean people overlook these things and romanticize these things but i mean obviously it wasn't just you know june it wasn't just whatever i mean there was june like a host of people I yeah mean, but i mean the, the the problem i have with the books is these guys are fucking either drunk or stoned out of their minds you're telling me that they can remember all this shit right. these snapshots in time right i like the picture of johnny cash eating a cake in the bushes stoned out of his mind yeah i haven't seen that one that i'll tell you this hilarious. though and mike i'm gonna agree with you because i when i in 2001 i walked into a bookstore with whoever i was married to then 
And there was this book, and it was it had just come out. It was called Motley Crue: The Dirt. And I just walked over and started reading the book right in the fucking store. I probably tried to walk out without paying for it, not because I didn't want to. I was just like, "Oh, you're right." And I read that book, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is spot on." And then they got on Howard Stern years later, and they were like, "So Howard Stern is great at pulling up stuff that you know might be interesting, it might be trife, and uh, and Vince Neil especially." And I've always respected Vince Neil because he'll just, I don't think he gives a fuck about anything. And so uh, they start doing, and Nikki Six, the opposite. He's like the marketing of it. Mick Mars doesn't know where he is half the time. Tommy Lee wasn't even there, which checks out. And uh, and so Howard Stern starts going through this shit and uh, Vince Neil's going, that's true. But 90% of these all know that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. And these were like some of the favorite parts of the book for me, you know? So like the movie, like you think Vince Neil's they, watching it going. They no, made it much. No. So as much. I as, did kill that guy, but no. No, as no, much as, as much uh, mayhem and and reckless behavior as there was when it came down to writing the book. I'm going to go right along with what Mike said, and they're like, I can't remember that decade. <laughs> well, so and so said this. I don't remember being there. Yeah, I mean, how, how the fuck? Oh wow! How the fuck does anyone remember what's going on in their life when Nikki Six literally said? I died yeah. from doing too much drugs. And went home and did more drugs. Yeah, and then and then they, they gave me the fucking, you know, Pulp Fiction shot. And then I went home and cranked up again and, and went from there. And blacked out. Yeah. With a needle in his arm. And woke up the next day and was like, maybe I have a problem. Yeah. yeah. And, and, maybe. And fuck Vince Neil. Fuck everything about Vince Neil, that fat fucking pig. I like Vince Neil. Fuck him. Fuck everything about him, the fucking murdering cunt. Yeah, he should be in fucking jail. Fuck everything about him. Can we watch I the can't thing where he messes up? Stand. Where they do put the lyrics over? We already again. did that. <laughs> I know. You just want to do it again. I, I just love I, watching it. Guilty repeater. You know what? I'll, just, I'll watch it when Wack-ow. we take a break. It's fine. Yeah. Wack out. You're I, like I, the Uzi of of. Let's do it again. He's a, he's a fucking pig, and I can't fucking stand. I. I and can't his, fucking his, stand being Vegas, on the same his, fucking planet as that guy. And in the Vegas restaurant, it's here not comes what my, you'd expect. Here comes my dad, Steve, again. Fuck yeah. Vince Neil. He killed people, and they let him off so that he could pay him. Yeah. And because Motley Crue had another album coming out. Yeah. Yep. Does that not describe the balance of justice? Literally. No, I mean, it doesn't it's describe sport, anything about sports, being balanced. Sports people, entertainers. Yeah. Adrian Peterson is, beat his kid so bad that he lacerated his nutsack. He beat him with a switch, and and every time they show fucking highlights of Adrian Peterson, it's like, this is what a great guy. He's a stand up gentleman. He beat his fucking kid with a switch. This is what I can't. This is what I don't understand. Why people fuck do Adrian that. Peterson? I, mean, I don't even know who the fuck that is. So I running back. For I the recently Vikings. got into the TikToks. Yeah. So I'm actually shame on you. I know. So I'm on TikTok, like, and I don't do TikToks, but I just like cruise them. But it's like, of course, you know, my eldest just like, you're on TikTok. What do you watch? And so I show him, and he's like, this is the stupidest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm a mom. And, and, and he's at, he's upstairs watching it. Right. Well, it's like, but it's like. I, I watch like, oh, the do-it-yourselfer stuff. Oh, the whatever. Or the finance person. You know, I've oh, got all the really lame shit. I'm sorry. I don't want to watch 13-year-old girls lip-syncing to the latest and greatest right. hits dipshit. All the f- quote-unquote comedy stuff that isn't funny. Yeah. You know, so I'm not interested in any of that. But anyway, so I've been on the, the TikToks. And now I'm losing exactly what I was talking about. You were talking about DIY. You've got the same thing I've got. No, I do. We're so No, I do. 
No, I get, look, no, I, I get we were stuck. Talk, you were talking about um, how we weren't, how you didn't want to be on the same planet as the yeah, people. Yeah, fuck Vince Neil. Oh, 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 there's a tick, there's this, there's a TikTok lady and she actually does, and I think I subscribe to her, um, horrible things about people that you idolize. Yeah. So she goes through like stars and music people yeah. and like reminds you of the terrible shit that they've done. Vince Neil was driving drunk and literally killed a man. Yeah. And no, he killed a man. He killed a, uh, very like a brother and sister or something. No, he, he killed a drummer for another band oh, yeah. And, yeah. and caused massive pain and injury to the other person who was driving. Yeah. And he was doing like 80 or 90 miles an hour in his vet in fucking Los Angeles. It wasn't a vet. It was a Pantera. And it was the guy from Hanoi Rocks. Yeah. Yep. Fuck him. Fuck everything about that guy. All right. I, I, I'll go along with you on it. And you, you are absolutely correct. Somebody should drop him but into I mean, a volcano. We, but we have that everything. I mean, you have it with sports figures. You have it with, you know, TV people. You have it even with our fucking politicians. I mean, you have all this stuff that people just like, oh, whatever. You know, you know, Chris Christie yeah. politician guy who like, <laughs> he was doing like fucking crack cocaine the and fucking stuff like prime minister of Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, He's doing crack. That's right. That dude was literally smoking crack on TV. Why? Cause he could not the current one, but the one before <laughs> he was smoking crack on television. Fuck. Yeah, he was yes. in Canada. Yes. yes. How many times? God damn it. Clay. How many times do I have to say this? I can't believe it. I don't understand. How'd I miss that one? I mean, even like fucking the thing that cracks me up is like there's little literally the mayor of Toronto photographic and video evidence of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, our president's son in tubs, naked, half naked with young girls, with prostitutes and literally videos of him smoking a crack pipe. And everybody's just like, no, he didn't. What you're talking about? Huh. Intended for I love how these have they have to have the fucking warning. Captions. Let's warning. take a look at this. Oh my god. So this is Rob Ford. Look at Rob Ford. He's just a fat pig. Oh yeah. Oh, somebody is. had their phone out. Yep. Yep. Taking a Hi, I'm Rob Ford. Look at this Stroke fat crack. Fuck. Oh, and he's like fine with it. Listen to this guy. I don't know. That's what drives you. Family. Take me to Tim Hortons. This guy's high off his tits. Is he from Louisiana but living in Canada? What the fuck is the liberals He's gonna have a heart attack, man. Look at this fucking guy. He's doing the crack. You can always tell the crack pipe it's black at the end. Because you've got to get the flame under it. How do you know? I know a lot of shit, Clay. I've never done crack. Is Rob Ford dead? He's dead. His fucking heart exploded in his ball sack. He's the dead. That was a big boy, all sweaty, shirt untucked. The short sleeves, which I don't respect it if you're fucking in business. You know that guy. Look at that fuck. You know that guy's butt crack smelled so bad. Oh I my the god! The seat of his car smelled awful. And he probably paid somebody else on crack, probably female, to lick the swass. And she did it for a hit of crack. She did it. She did it for a hit of crack. Bless her heart. She went down on his little burnout marks and everything. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You this know is... he had skid marks because he can't wipe appropriately. How can you wipe appropriately? In like construction, that? you can't. You get home, you're like, fuck. Yeah. No, because you're in the porta potties and oh, you can't like, sit all the way down and you're trying to do like the one ply paper. Do you want to hear a porta potty story? Yes, no. I want to hear a porta potty right. story. So today we're I already I already confessed that uh, I had a Taco Bell incident. Yes. I did the five dollar box. Oh no. I was so disappointed because I was like, you have the chalupa box and 
she and it was a Spanish girl, so I was sort of like more intrigued because it was at Taco Bell, and she was like, "No, we have the nacho fry box." And I was like, "Well, fuck it, I I got six bucks. Let's do this." You're you know, like, you're like counting your change. You're like, "I'll take I'm the all box." Nacho fries. It's like French fries that you dip in nacho yep. cheese. And I was Very like, "That weird. is fucked up." But in the car, I was like, "Well, it's not that fucked up." <laughs> and then I get back, and I'm like, and I ate just the taco. I was like, yeah. "I'm gonna save the other part." That's part of the story too. Yeah. And then uh, after lunch, we're doing uh, tongue and groove up on the roof. It's hot as fuck. And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, and Robbie just looked at me and he cracked up because he's like a jalapeno beer guy. So he'll he'll pull up in the morning, and get out of his truck with it running and get in the outhouse. I'm like, Robbie's eating some shit again. <laughs> he had his first and cup all, of coffee. And, and he looked over me. He's like, he's like, hey, I got bad news. And I'm like, what? And I'm all he says, uh, there's no toilet paper down there. When I went down there, I used napkins out of my truck or something. And at Taco Bell, I was like, I should get some napkins. And I was like, no, fuck it. I have a paper towel. Just, I was just thinking about wiping my face, not my asshole, right? So I'm like, oh, no. So, like, I'm kind of just... Did you make it down the ladder? Well, he goes, I got good news for you now, too. And I'm like, what? He's like, the guy just came in the truck a few minutes ago. And I'm like, is he done? And he's like, yeah. And I got down that fucking extension ladder, and I was... <laughs> down the driveway and I got in there and it's like when you oh in construction if you open the door and the water's all blue again yeah and they spray the uh because you know how I am about shit so if yeah. I even go in there and have to piss which guys in construction and you can see well when you pee, I'll slam the lid down immediately I'll slam the lid down I'm like well I'm, when you pee you when you guys pee you have to like look at it like no there's another find, little thing that looks like a little oh, sink the on urinal, the side yeah. which is disgusting too so I got down there and it was and they they uh, pressure wash it out there's all this like i don't know dirty um, construction guy pressure wash water and i just put my shorts right down on that sat down got the deal going you exploded. know I, and i was like since people are so fucked up with toilet paper i'm gonna be too so i'm pulling out like a lot and i'm just like dabbing my brow getting <laughs> <laughs> under your armpits so i get through it and Gross. i go back and i was like i'm good so but that could have been like where i'm like i'll see you tomorrow I don't, I don't shit a lot. I mean, I don't, chicks don't shit a lot. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. Like yeah. chicks don't shit a lot. Yeah. Okay. Most, most women don't shit a lot. And I'm one of those women, but I got to tell you, I've been trying to take these probiotics and it's been keeping me a little regular and I'm a little concerned about life because I don't like to public poop and yeah. I've had to poop at my work. Yeah. And I'm not okay with any of that. Well, I'm the same way. But you're, but you have an office, right? Yes, but the bathrooms are right fucking there. They're like, do you have to share right a bathroom, or do you have like, like your own? No, I have to share a bathroom with like yeah. the people, and I don't have a ton of workers, but like the bathrooms are like right there. So you go in, and if you come out, and it smells really bad. Like it filters into the hallway a little bit, and then like oh, we talked right about this. You're yes. all embarrassed about it. I don't like it, yeah. but I don't have an option. Hey, can get, I can I give you a little advice? You know those way. little box of matches? Yeah, you could go in there and have a miscarriage, and you just light a match after. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You could be flushing a baby's arm holding do, a turd down I, the toilet and it doesn't go down i do the you just double light flush. a match i do the double flush so i shit yeah. flush real quick and then like wait and then like i do all my like wiping get yourself and then like i flush again get, get yourself a box of matches when get you yourself strike one of those a match. bottle things with the five sticks that have the the fucking oh yeah, yeah. or incense what's no that it's not as good as what's the stuff that makes the match go flint sulfur, sulfur? that sulfur yeah 
just a little tiny bit of it. I, I'm telling you, I, you could shit another human being out and I strike a match. I there would be enough sulfur with my tiny cloven hooves. That's true. Well, just rub your feet together then. I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying to help you here. I just, appreciate it. Just incense. Just, it, just get incense. incense. Look, if you do a poo and you're embarrassed about it, just keep a fucking box of matches with you. So here's the other thing. It's like when people take big shits and then they put the air freshener stuff in the air, yeah. it's fucking worse. Right. In, people, my, in my opinion. Here's the other thing. If you have a Some, crank uh, pipe. It's like country meadows and shit. If you have a crank pipe, just take a Sharpie and write, not mine. <laughs> Stem. That's not mine. <laughs> it says right on there, not mine. <laughs> Some bosses have problems with finding matches, you know, scattered about in their bathroom. Or in the trash can. Or in the trash can. Or, the trash can catches on fire. Or you burn something down. And, right. and they call it the shitty Heather fire. <laughs> It's the shitty Heather complex. Uh, <laughs> six o'clock news night. Uh, bad news, everybody. Uh, you've probably heard about the shitty Heather fire already. It's up to 14 million acres. California is on fire. Thanks all, a lot, Heather. All of California. So because you're thing. embarrassed about your poop. I have no problem talking about me shitting like retroactively. Like if we start a conversation in the office and everybody's talking about shit, like I'll have a discussion about it and be like, here's what I normally do. And I'm like not embarrassed about it. Yeah. But if I'm going into actually shit, I don't want anyone to know that's what I'm doing. And I don't want anyone to know that's what I just did. I wish I, I had don't an know app. why. I, don't I wish know why. I had an app on my phone. And like, if you're going to take a dump, like it just starts, I would stop everything. I'd be like, hold on boys. <laughs> and then it shit. automatically just fucking connects to everybody Sends you work an alarm with. Off. And, and then like my voice is all dookie time. <laughs> you know what? My staff would probably love that. And dookie just, time, bitch. Kisses. I'm not ready for it. I worked in a four story building and on our fourth floor where we were at, we had what they call, of course, gang restrooms, which I've never gotten used to the term, which is where they have more than one hole. Right. And so if you needed a shit, that was your thing. But if you went downstairs to the city hall, there was a public restroom that was a one holer. There were two of them next to each other. So I would actually get in the elevator, go downstairs, go down the hall. Sometimes there were public meetings in like the adjoining room, like right over there. And I would just find an open one and I would use that one downstairs. So I would shit in the city hall and the one holer rather than do the gang restroom. You had me more than one hole. Right. Gross. I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds disgusting. <laughs> she's turning red public she, she's turning red are we I out of booze we i can't are do on this, this one i can't fucking do this how much longer do we have we can wrap Couple it minutes. right now we're gonna wrap up right. uh just wanted to heather do your thing about the colfax fire and the and the um what you guys are doing for your charity oh okay well this is gonna take a minute because then i have a story is that okay yes jesus christ okay. walks into a bar <laughs> i'm gonna fucking hit you with a wine bottle right now please in my mouth <laughs> Oh my God. I had a guy that was like, I don't know. I think my kid might have the COVID and I chased him down and I held him and I was like, spit in my mouth. <laughs> and he was like, get off me. And I spit work. in my mouth. And that's how I got fired for harassment. Actually, no, I haven't been fired yet. Anyway. So, um, our really good friend, Danny, um, just lost like fucking everything, everything. in everything in the river fire. Um, so he's up in Colfax and he's fairly close to the high school. And we know a few people that have lost things. We have a friend, um, Bobby that actually her house is still, standing right now it's zero percent contained i just talked to our really good friend who is on like statewide uh deployment for uh dispatching emergency services for oes because she's just that fucking awesome right. and even she's like we don't know where the fuck it's gonna go at this point but anyways he's already lost everything and so the poor story was is and i feel so bad for Danny, but it's kind of i mean he and i usually laugh at these types of things and i know that he's in shock right now and he will laugh eventually but when he called me and told me like i 
all I could get was I had to walk in. I had to get the cats out. And that's all I got. Like I got the cats and the dog's meds and literally nothing else in my house. And I'm like, well, you know, I've been bitching at you to clean out your refrigerators, your freezers for like 10 years. So I guess that's taken care of. So we did, we did that whole joking thing. And he's like, yeah, it's just, it's, I, it's I went back in the free in the fucking refrigerator still standing. Dude, if he goes back and the freezers are still standing with the shit in it, I'm going to be really, really upset. Let's it, just put that out there right now. Is this contemporary stuff we're talking about? What do you mean? This is happening now. Oh yeah. Like oh. He, he literally just like, well, he evacuated yesterday afternoon and he found out this morning that everything was gone. Oh, that's horrible. I'm so, so I mean, sorry. He, he had an idea that it was from like, because he barely got out and the fire was like right across his dirt road, like yeah. in like Canyon area. So Clay and I grew up in forest fire area, right. like, like legit. Like there Wait was, a minute. I never grew up. Right. There was this one year and this, I know this is off the story and we do this a lot, but there was one year and I think it was like summer before eighth grade or summer right after eighth grade and i was having a party in my house and no one ended up coming because everybody was stuck because there are three ways to get out of forest hill where we grew up and one is like some back-ass janky fucking dirt road that goes to like the back oh of the i thought you meant like prostitution one one goes across go to college you gotta go move. no you gotta go way the fuck back and you gotta go into georgetown because yeah. you go down Mosquito Ridge. Right. Or that's... you go the normal white man way, which is where you go across Forest Hill Bridge and you end up in Auburn. And there was a fire burning in both canyons. <laughs> so there was like no way out of Forest this Hill. This is it. <laughs> You're just like, well, I guess I'll just stay on this hill Get and the die. marshmallows out. Right. So we, we were living in that hill for a while. And I mean, it was it was bad. It was like super hot and we were all paranoid. And this was before the internet. And we're just watching TV thinking we're all going to die. So just I get the hose out and just start spraying everything just, down. Just spray yourself. Just ah, ah, at hence that point. the forest hill wildfires. Right, that's what they call. That's what they call. That's the mascot of the high school up there now. The and if my mom had gotten unification yes through, it would have been this will never happen. Then right, I'm like that's a weird name for a high school. Yeah, this this should never happen. This it should never happen. It we, should never have happened. This wouldn't happen on my watch. So. I'm pretty familiar with the whole forest fire thing. And so I, I was like, dude, do you think that your, your, your car that you ended up getting, like looked like the, the things you've seen from the paradise fire where the paints like melted off. And he's like, I'm pretty sure the rubber on the tire should have melted. So anyway, so Danny gets out and we just, we just now found out today, or I just found out today. And I think he did it very early this morning that pretty much everything was lost. He kind of knew he had a remote like temperature sensor thing for he raised chinchillas that were in the chinchilla barn. And he's like, I got no reception from it. So if it's cut, that means you know, it's gone. it's gone. Um, so I think he had an idea last night. So, um, I started, I mean, I know there's a ton of fundraisers out there, but, um, essentially because Danny and I have worked for years and I mean, fucking years. And he's been a part of this club since he was 20 years old and we're now I'm 45. 50. So he's like 47 possibly. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's been a really long time. Um, a part of the Auburn 2030 club, obviously we all know that's a thing. And from that, Danny and I spurred the gold country children's foundation. And in the past, when we've had some pretty nasty fires and long before the paradise fire, there was like the fires that went through Napa and, uh, the Auburn 2030 club did a lot of fundraising for the families that were there. And what we've done now is I've just started to try to kick it off. So, uh, there is a GoFundMe uh, through the gold country children's foundation, and we'll put some links up and they think they are, are in the Facebook and the Instagram for sure. Yep. Um, that you can uh, donate to in order to get money right into the hands of people that are affected. Aside from Danny, I actually know other people whose families have lost homes at this point. Um, so I'm kind of starting like a list 
of people that we know specifically um, that can use that help. And then also I'll be reaching out to um, other areas and charities to find out what their needs are. Um, but my idea is not to put it in the hands of Red Cross, which takes your money and spreads it all over whatever they need, um, but actually to put like gift cards, gas cards, uh, cash, appliances, whatever people need at this point into the hands of uh, victims of the river fire. But aside from that, um, we started talking today. Um, I called my, so when I was talking to Danny originally about it, I said, you know, here's the funny thing is that if somebody would have called me and said, we don't know what happened with Danny. Have you heard from him? He went in to go save the cats and we haven't heard from him. I'd say, well, he just died because he probably would have just died there trying to get the fucking cats out. Like that would have happened. And he's like, it was pretty close. But um, I was talking to my husband. And as you guys all know at this point, um, which is pretty funny, he goes, can you imagine if you had sent me in to try and save what I can in like five minutes time from the house, you would have ended up with like uh, like a, a knife from the knife block and like the Ottoman and like three things from the closet and a coat or something like that. And I was like, oh my God, it would have been the worst thing ever. Like, I can't even imagine how terrible it would have been to send Ryan in and be like, just grab what we need. He would have right. like left all the paperwork, all the jewelry, anything of the children's. And he just would have like ended up with like this rando, like the jerk leaving the house. Yeah. Like, I got yeah, this, this lamp and this chair. this chair. Like that, it totally would have been Ryan doing that. And I was like, yeah, I was like, but here's the funny thing is like, and I've told people that uh, this before, I have been evacuated because we weren't evacuated that time in Forest Hill because there was nowhere to evacuate to. Right. Um, but I have been evacuated in Auburn before when I lived up there. And I spread this giant quilt on the floor. And um, my boyfriend, before he was my husband at the time, Joe Steer, said, okay, well, what do you want to, what do you want to save? Like, like, cause I did what we were trained through the quilt down. Let's throw shit in you tie it up like a hobo. I put like a couple photo albums and like a couple other things and a pile of paper. And he goes, what else? And I go, yeah, I think that's it. And yeah. he like looks around the house with all this shit and he goes, you don't, there's nothing else you want me to put in the truck right now. I'm like, no, um, you know, I looking around, like I just realized, no, I just rather start from scratch things yeah. like this table. We found this on the side of the road and uh, these couches are already pretty old and I, you know, I got runner's insurance. Like I'm good. Yep. Yeah. I like, don't just, just, just that, just yeah. these four things. And talking about it with Ryan, we kind of said the same thing. And he was like, Ryan, who's usually like very emotionally attached to things that don't need to be attached to. And he was even like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what we need yeah. from here. What like, a, what a terrible uh, catastrophe for somebody, a family, anyone to go through for all of the things that you've worked for all your life to suddenly be gone and good for you for doing what you're doing. Uh, to reach out and help people. I mean, what a stellar stand-up thing to do. I really admire that about you. I try not to let people know that I actually have that side of me because right. it really ruins my reputation. Well, you can you can fix so. that too. But uh, And did you say Bobby Cat was at risk too? Bobby Cat was at risk too. So yeah. um, they just, just bought a house a couple of weeks ago. I saw something about it. Yeah, and um, they were actually right in that area and evacuated. But um, her boyfriend was able to walk up into the neighborhood and their house is still standing. Good. So good. And like I said, so far, it seems like the fire is blowing away from that right now, but we don't have any guarantees of where it's actually yeah. going at this point. Yeah. So I saw reports that last night the the fire was moving north, but it will turn south at night. Because mm -hmm. this is the way the wind, the wind, wind goes. goes. Yeah. And you're right now, your place that you're at right now, that seems to be safe, right, Clay? Yeah, we're okay. But you brought up an interesting point. So Shauna packed up all of the things that were important to her last night, and her and Emily left with the cat. Just in case. Well, she's she is a put together, well thought out human being, unlike myself. I was like, I told Cameron in advance, 
pack a bag of shit in case we got to bounce out to Mim's house. And Mim, Mim was like, I'm in San Francisco. So uh, her very good friend Craig was uh, at her place. And, okay. he, you know, and she said, let him know if, if you're going to go that way because he has his dog there. The big concern is always how the, the, the dog hasn't interacted with another dog yet. And just based on what I've seen on how he interacts when people come over, I'm like, this is going to be a shit show, you know. Um, I have that dog as but well. But what I started thinking about, because I was really tired yesterday, and I was like, I don't really want to go anywhere unless, like, my shoelaces are on fire. And I'm like, okay, this is it. We're going to go, right? And I had some shit, like, in a plastic bag, because my laundry was, like, on my bed. Yeah. But I started looking around at, like, my grandfather's art, and, like, we have a lot of stuff that's been around from the family that has been passed down to me. And I've already fucked off a lot of stuff that's been given to me. And I was like, watch the fucking house burn down now, because you can't stuff a bunch of art into the back of a Mini Cooper. Like, my tools, I mean, photo albums, I never would have even thought of that. But, I mean, I have some of this stuff now that's that's older than I am. It's been around for a long time. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to do anything about any of this. And then I was like, oh, and dipshit, you don't have renter's insurance because you're still coming out of adolescence. You know what I mean? Right. I've been kind of weird about that just because my parents have never had it. And we actually did. Our house burned. And I don't know if Clay remembers this, but I think I was like in, we were in fifth grade and um, our house burned on the inside and my parents rebuilt the rental that they're in. But we lost like everything. Well, not, not everything. Their room. Yes. Because my dad had massive, massive amounts of ammunition yeah. under the bed. Cause why would we have a safe? Sure. And it blew a hole in there and they lost everything. The rest was smoke damaged. Yeah. So, I mean, I was able to recover like my clothes and a couple other things that we were able to wipe down, whatever. Um, but you know, when you start thinking of those things and so here's mine. And like, I was telling Ryan, I was like, you know, there's, there's shit that I look at as like, you know, what, what are the legacies? Like you said, you know, things that were your grandfather's or whatever. It's like, you know, that's awesome. But in like two generations, no one's going to give two fucks about yeah. any of this stuff. I was mostly concerned about the artwork. Right. Because so, I'm I mean, that might be something you could yeah. pass down. I don't personally have that. Like when my stuff goes down, mine's going to be like, Oh, I got these things at a garage. <laughs> because i'm tacky because well, i'm a very tacky person but i mean now i have clay's art that's going to be in my house and and you know that might be different but wow. that's a personal thing but like you know that the floating three angel heads i found on the side of the road is probably not going to be something that i really need to save as yeah. far as art goes but the van down by the river i might need to save that i could probably get a reproduction if i need to well i mean let's face it most of the shit we have it, it really doesn't mean anything no and that's the thing it's like there's a couple of things it's like well i've already given my niece the stuff i wanted her to have my old wedding sets have belonged to the boys. Honestly, they'll take it and they're not going to give it to their significant other someday if they have yeah. them. They're probably going to be like, great, thanks, and throw it in a box or sell it for crack. Like, I don't know. Like, it's probably not going to be that big of a deal to them. Right. And like anything else, it's like pictures and stuff. A lot of them are digital and some stuff, it's just like, fuck, dude, it's yeah. just extra shit that you're you know, carrying. It really makes my heart really sincerely go out to people who do lose everything because at no point was I actually even really concerned that I was going to be in a jeopardized situation. Well, and you and I take things a little bit differently. So that was the same thing as like when they said you need to evacuate your house when I was in Auburn and needed to be evacuated. That's when the whole neighborhood in Dry Creek burned and everything. And yeah. it jumped and it went to 49. It was living up off of Bell. Yeah. So when they were like, you need to evacuate, we just kind of sat there. Yeah. Because I was like, meh. I Let's will tell you see. this, though. In the Cause middle, Because my, my son wasn't home, so it wasn't a big deal. I was like, I'll just wait. In the middle of the night, I woke up because we have a swamp cooler. Oh, and the entire house was fucking smoke. And I was like, okay, well, that's probably not healthy. So I turned it off. and Right, and sweated. 
well, I don't know. I have the extra. We have a hundred different sources of air conditioning. <laughs> I was like, I guess we're not going with the cheap one this time. Motherfucker. I'm going to have to pay for that too. It's just expensive. for Somebody's going to have to tell me how to pay for this. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I guess it's just me is because like when I, cause I have anxiety. So I always think about like, you know, what would happen if, what would happen if there was a giant earthquake? What would happen if we slid into the sea X amount? What would happen if there was a giant fire? What would happen if there was a zombie apocalypse? And most of my stuff, I just look around and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. It ain't going to matter anyways. That's no, it's funny. Not matter. That's funny you should say that. Cause like yesterday I was like, Sean is leaving and they're all in a panic and the cat's like, the thing. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere, but five years from now I'll lay in bed and then I'll panic about what happened yesterday. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. like, I'm, like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I could have died. I could have died there right in that house. Yeah. It could have been just like backdraft. Uh, totally. Yeah. I, w- I would be the person in my house that like fell asleep and just got burned. And then I'm just, like, we don't know why she stayed. You think everything's fine and you open the front door and just burst into fr- flames. Totally. Like uh, Beetlejuice where they open the door and they fall into the sand. And your last thought is, I'm not going to work today. <laughs> right. That's totally, that's totally like, oh man, I'm evacuated. I can't go to work. Fuck you niggers. I just, I can't even. I'm it not was, even calling in. Right. Please and it was. refrain from yeah. using ethnic slurs. <laughs> so. I like and and that's totally it's like it's probably me like oh Heather got drunk and passed out in her chair yeah. and that's how she died in the fire. I, I told Cameron too. I was like supposedly they come through the loudspeaker and I'm like I'm not gonna hear that. No, I'm <laughs> and not. Cameron got this look like like I'm, so, I'm like so so wake me up and then I was like that's a dick move. But then I was like well Cameron stays up till four in the morning. Anyway. He's gonna hear it. <laughs> but he but he had this look like oh it's on me now. Right. And that no one in my house would hear it. By the way, I would be the one to probably hear it or the girl child. And the but, fucking yeah. dog was terrible. Terrified. The dog threw up in every room it could last night, <laughs> and then it never sleeps with me. It it jumped up in bed with me, and at one point he rolled over and they do the stretch thing. Yeah, and it, and he stuck like both of his fucking front dog arms up my ass, and I was oh like, I'm God. over this right now. See what these forest fires cause? You think well, I would be into it, right? Animals know that there's danger imminent, so I'm sure. That no, that was he, he was. A they know he was shaking and throwing up and yeah he's like we're gonna die dad and you're like what we're fine nothing's on like, fire around uh, here we're not i poured concrete today you're good <laughs> look i'm just gonna if we die, were gonna die it would have already happened on the way home in the car <laughs> i just i you know and I, I guess that's just me and it, you know danny did the same thing is he was telling me he's like i was at work and i kept feeling like i should go home and then i was like now nah, we're probably good because yeah. he's growing up the same way living yeah. living in auburn and colfax so he was like now nah, we're probably good and then he's like and he goes to go home finally he's like oh fuck they closed my road that's horrible <laughs> oh fuck the fire's right up at my house oh shit i gotta get the cats yeah i just i just died i was like that's you're gonna be the guy that's like and this poor man never came back from his home and i'm like motherfucker was trying to get that motherfucking it make, cat it makes me think of when the volcano erupted and there's the guy that's like i'm not leaving i've been here my whole life right that was my attitude last night like nah, but good. again i poured concrete yesterday so i mean i didn't pour it but i was near it i was tired so here's my thing is if i would have gotten a phone call and said you know that the fire went through where clay's at and they can't find clay i would have been like you know clay's not that lucky you're probably gonna find him somewhere yeah, he, and he's gonna wander out of the forest and yeah. be like he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna go the what the fuck? fuck just happened right I so dust have, himself off. Be like, right. I am very thirsty right now. Yeah. Do you have a beer? <laughs> Can I get a chilada? Because that was hot. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, have you guys been through there? Yeah. It's fucking terrible. I know. It's weird. Some people like just never, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be one of them. There's like, uh, 
another uh, Holly Hunter movie is like they try to kill her husband and he just won't die. <laughs> Have you seen that one? I think so. They shoot him in the head. They do all these things and he just won't die. They shoot him in the head and he doesn't even realize and, and he's like, I don't. And then they start to feel bad and then he gets back like he gets up and takes a dump and he's like, I'm fine. I just had to take a dump. <laughs> and, he, and it's played by... Uh, Klein or what's his name? Kevin uh, Klein. Yeah, yeah. They shot him in the back of the head like a yeah. twenty-two. Yeah, I'm surprised Mike's seen that because all these things I think are super great. Sometimes Mike's like, I've never seen that, and I'm like, how? I know totally. All right, it is. So that's my thing. Please uh, have a look at Gold Country Children's Foundation or Auburn Twenty Thirty Number Nineteen. Um, there's also an additional GoFundMe that's specifically for our friend Danny. If anyone's interested in that. Um, I'm trusting in the fact that whoever created that is going to give the money directly to him. You better do it or I'll come to your house. Right, we'll find your house. I about fighting again. First, we'll put the gas in so you don't wake up, and then we light it on fire. That's a good plug, Heather. Good for you. I always forget that you uh, have the... No, you got the angel on one shoulder, but mostly... The devil on the other. Mostly the it's devil. It's like, please okay, donate, right or I will I will put CO2 into your house so you, you pass out shoulder? and then light it on fire. You want the right shoulder? You want the left shoulder? It's going to be amazing. I'm the Kevin Klein the- movie is called I Love You to Death. That's a great movie. I'll blow out your pilot and turn on your gas. It's going to be awesome. Right? Who found Did it? you say blow out your pilot? Yep. Okay. Turn on your gas. Not, not blow your pilot. That's hot. No, no that's, that's a whole different kind of movie. I don't even know any pilots. I do. Yes, I'm blowing that I don't guy. know. I don't know what good could come from talking about it, but I do. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's the pilot's getting blown. What are you looking for? I was looking at the plot for uh, I Love You to Death. Because he's supposed to... Be, so Kevin Klein plays like an Italian guy, Joey Boca. So he's got this like a heavy Italian accent. Yeah. I, I'm a Joey Boca. And he yeah. doesn't And die. Tracy Ullman plays his wife, right? She's fucking Oh, it's tired Tracy of, Ullman. I said Holly Hunter. Yeah. Oh, she, She's great, too. You yeah. have a little of that in you, too. Little oh, go home. Go home. She's in her robe with a glass of wine yeah. and slippers on. Anyways, All right. good movie. I love All right. this. Let's take a break. I take a piss. Let's yep. take a fucking break. Coke is better than Pepsi. No, it's not. <laughs>